Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, think about your favorite band or solo artist. Besides their music or message, what is it that makes the whole experience so meaningful? It's the community, the fan base, the following. Whatever you want to call it, it's a feeling of togetherness, like you're not alone. So let's dive in deeper. Welcome to Bridge Atlantic's B-Sides, a show where we share material that doesn't quite fit in with our weekly interview series. Here on B-Sides, we focus on empowering musicians and all creatives to craft careers by aiming you at the tools you need to make it in the entertainment industry. So if you're new here, consider subscribing. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists and musicians. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcio Novelli from Canada. When I'm not making music or doing this show, I'm producing records and directing music videos. Speaking of which, if you would like to work together, just uh, hit me up on any of my socials. Before we jump into the episode, we just want to let you know that we are on Patreon and you can become a bridger from as little as a dollar per month. You'll gain access to our exclusive Encore series featuring never-before-seen videos with our guests and your support will allow us to keep bringing you weekly videos here at Bridge the Atlantic. And lastly, just before we dive in, we want to let you know that we have shirts available. You can get 20% off by entering BTA Rocks during checkout when you uh, get one on our website. So, Go check it out. So today we are going to be talking about why you should build a community around your music and a few ways that you can do this. Yeah, this was actually inspired by an interview we did a while back with a video creators founder, Tim Schmoyer, um, where he talked about growing an audience and the importance of building relationships uh, that really uh, molds your community. Yeah, so a few like online communities that we've used or that I've used uh, outside of Facebook and Twitter was stuff like the Absolute Punk forums back in the day back when forums day. were like a huge thing. Um, so that was one that I've used and it was really it was really interesting just to kind of be able to communicate with people about music and other topics as well that were sort of related to the music scene. Um, but I think what we'll do is we'll go into talking about these kind of communities after we've heard a little bit from Tim. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's hear what Tim had to say about um, using a sense of community to grow your audience. You know, it really struck a chord Haha, no pun intended, with us. And uh, we think that it's it's important for you to check this out. So here we go. Yeah, the, I mean, most people just stop at the what, but the what mm-hmm. only gets like the brain involved. Yeah. The why gets the heart involved. And so like right. if, let's say we're all interested in fishing, we'll have something to talk about. But the strongest communities online and offline, they always revolve not around common interests, but they actually revolve around shared beliefs. And when you realize that you believe the same thing with someone else, like that's what makes relationships form tighter than before. Like if, if we both all like fishing, we we'll something to talk about. But let's say we all just, we discovered that the reason we like fishing 
is because when we were growing up, our grandfather every Saturday morning would take us out to go fishing. And he taught us some really important life lessons while we were sitting out there fishing. And that really had a big impact on us, right? Now that we believe the same thing about why fishing matters, it's actually about relationships or something, right? I, I just made that up. Well, but you get the, you get the point, well, right? I'm vegan and I don't even fish and you've just moved my heart. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so that's how good you are. That's I, how important it is. I, and that, I just made that up, but you get right. the example where it's, it's like, it's not just about what you do, but when people understand why you do it, that that get, moves it from the head to the heart. It also it separates you often from a lot of other people who are doing like a lot of competitors, maybe who are doing the same thing you're doing. But the people who believe what you believe will become a part of your community when they know what you believe. And they'll be the ones who end up supporting you, um, whether it be Patreon or whatever. You know, I heard you guys talk about that here in the beginning. Absolutely. But um, that belief is really what engages people on a deeper level. So it's really interesting to me that he said the strongest communities revolve not around interests, but common beliefs. And I think that that's definitely evident in some of the online communities that, that I've been a part of. So Marcy's going to hate me because I'm going to bring this up, but Eurovision is a huge part of my life. And uh, while it's, it, for people who don't know, it's a Eurovision song contest. So it is, you know, it's roots are in music, but it's not just about music. It's all about equality and, um, mm. you know, bringing people together regardless of where we're from. Um, you know, but really the whole spirit of it is equality, diversity and all these kind of things. And I think that, um, you know, using music to kind of deliver that message or bring people together is really a, a really kind of great thing. And I see it also with different artists as well. And I think the artists that I feel the strongest kind of bond with are the artists who quite openly talk about their beliefs and their values and, and all the kind of stuff that inspires their music rather than just the music itself. What, what do you think about well, that? Well, first, first, before I comment on that, I want to say, even though I've never watched a um, full episode of Eurovision, it is a huge part of my life too, whenever it's a huge part of Ross's life. Because yep. um, I, I can't avoid him sending me clips. Just just this one clip. Just this one clip. I got to go, but just this one clip. And then clip. it turns into like five. I know. Yeah, no. I know. But no, I absolutely love what it stands for. Um, you know, just to go back to where I, I experienced the community early on in the days, um, as many years ago, again, when there were, when there were forums, you know, uh, one of the first ones I was kind of a part of was the Green Day one. And then, you know, many years later, it was uh, 30 Seconds to Mars one called the Echelon and everything. And uh, really, it was this was all before social media. So um, in the social media age now, I, I think that that kind of is the new forums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we, we can all post, we can all share, we can all chat with each other. Um, I, I still kind of wish there was a, a place to go. I guess that was just for that one artist. But there are Facebook groups and there are, you know, there, there are other ways um, to go about it. And um, that's kind of, you know, I, I, I'm not so much involved in that today. As I used mm. to be, I'm more on the other end of it where I run, you know, for like my own Patreon, which really for me is the ultimate new, ultimate new, um, you know, um, community for artists or any creative. You know, that's kind of where I am now. So I run, you know, my own Patreon where for my uh, really dedicated supporters and that's the ultimate place for us to, you know, share with each other. And, and I, I share extra uh, exclusive kind of things, you know, so, and that's kind of what the forums used to be back in the day. I think it really comes down to the artists to create that, to encourage the community to, to have reasons to communicate together. Um, you know, um, that, that's where I see it. And that, that's again, what I try to do. 
is uh, encourage that, encourage people to get to know each other, you know, and it's very interesting to see, you know, people become friends because of an artist's music. I've seen it as an artist myself, you know, and I've also become friends with other people just because we have the same um, taste in music. So that's, that's always exciting. And it does create a community. And um, with that, I think it becomes something more than just the band and their music. Again, the message is something I, I want to comment on that's really important to me. I want to know what, a, what an artist stands for, you know. Um, I'm not necessarily not going to like their music just because of their message. I'm, I'm going to jump right in and use Corn as an example. I've loved Corn for many, many years, off and on, I get back and forth. Uh, recently, I realized that Jonathan, da- Jonathan Davis doesn't exactly share similar beliefs that I do um, politically. And it was a little disappointing, but I still like their music. I'm not going to stop listening yeah. to music because their music isn't about that. It's about... I think it their kind of more about, depends you know, on yeah. maybe how extreme some of their the views might be. Like yeah. if, if they're openly racist or openly yeah, no, that's homophobic, the thing. if they're neo-Nazi right. or something like that, you're probably yeah. going to want to distance yourself. Yeah, But at absolutely. the same time, it's the whole question of can we separate the art from the artist? Right. That's probably yeah, a whole and- other topic. <laughs> right, and but, um, th- that's actually a great B-sides right. topic, but I think in this in this situation it was more so literally politically, literally like just who's in charge mm. and and I think it was yeah, it was it was it, it was more so that it wasn't any any racist, homophobic, uh, transphobic, xenophobic, nothing like that. It wasn't it wasn't anything like that. That would ultimately completely turn me off an artist just because I wouldn't want to support that. But, you know, what I'm trying to get to there here is though I'd say like 99.9% of all the artists that I love um, a part of it is is you you learn what their belief system is, and it really does affect you. You know, you feel like you're you've got something in common with them besides their music, yeah. and it you you feel like which is more more important today than ever. You feel like you know them in, in a certain degree or certain level, and I think that's it's really it's really crucial um, to allow your your audience to as much as you're comfortable with know who you are. And what you believe in and what you stand yeah. for. Because I, I do see some artists that are afraid to ruffle any waters and they're just like, they, you know, there's there's a major event that happens in the world and they just don't say anything. You know, they won't stand up against gun violence or they won't stand up against homophobia or anything or, or women's rights or anything like that. And it's just like, I think that's cowardly because you're just afraid to, you know, turn off your audience. There's a difference in being overtly um, negative in the way you approach it and, and hating on people. But there's also a way that you can come out being very positive and focusing on what you believe in. You know, I've said this before that when it comes to connecting with your audience, your personality is almost as, if not more important in, than your music in some mm-hmm. cases, mm-hmm. Um, because people are more likely to support you if they feel that they have some kind of connection with you. Um, well, especially you know they share the same interests and the values that you do. Well, it makes me think about um, the Facebook group, the private Facebook group that I started for my for my own following ten years ago, over a decade ago. Um, I would always do the. I don't know if anyone remembers Stickam, but it was it was one of these places where you can. Um, you know, video stream and and try and connect with your audience. And I would always have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cup or a mug mm-hmm. that I would drink out of, right? So I ended up calling the group TMNT, which, if anyone's a fan of the Ninja Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but also stands for the Marcio Novelli team, right? So it was kind of a fun little tongue in cheek kind of thing. And you know, that's still running for my my you know dedicated supporters. And then from that group, the even more dedicated supporters. You know, or the, or the ultimate ones that we're able to have, have moved over as well to Patreon, right? So those are two communities, you know, two tiered, I guess, communities that, you know, I've created. But uh, again, keep in mind, I would never have been able to do that without the community themselves. You know, I just gave them a place yeah. to 
get together and get to know each other and make it, you know, even more about than just the music I make, you know, and, and bring it, bring it down, like take me off, um, a pe- imaginary pedestal or whatever. And, you know, just be there with your audience because you are absolutely nothing without your audience. So cliche to say, but it really is true. Yeah. You know, it really is true. Yeah. And you know, a lot of your fans by name, you yeah. connect with them personally and, and it's similar, uh, you know, cause obviously I, I know Tara Naomi quite well and mm-hmm. I've seen her play quite a few gigs and it's amazing how, uh, you know, any city that she goes to, she will know at least, you know, five or six of these people by name because she, you know, follows them well, almost as much as they follow her. Well, which here's is the really thing cool. though, that, that's what these communities do. Cause I know that there's, you know, for Tara and myself, there's an audience beyond that, that I'm not familiar with. Oh yeah, you know, of course. But because of these communities that allow the people that want to connect to get in deeper, you know, we're, la- we're able to do that. And, you know, I would, I, <laughs> there's a part of me that would definitely choose having that any day over the massive success of some artists that don't know their audience, you know, name yeah. by name, which is very special to me. So I think uh, if you are looking to start fostering a sense of community with your audience, a few things to bear in mind or to kind of get you started would be getting really clear on your values and what you want to achieve and start conversations with people, not just about your music, but about those values and beliefs, because that's really what's going to be probably getting people talking and more involved uh, in everything. Yeah. And I would even say to start a, a Facebook group or some sort of chat with your fans before doing a Patreon. I know this is not a Patreon uh, episode here that we're doing here, but I was just saying some people want to jump right away to do a Patreon, but I really think start a community first. You know what I mean? Find the people that really care about what you're doing first and bring them all together to get to know each other. And then when the time is right, like for me, it was like eight years later or nine, almost a decade later when I decided to start a Patreon, even though Patreon had been around for two, three years, you know, I just don't want to rush any of that stuff, you know? Um, So that's something to consider. Um, But most importantly, beyond anything else, is that community. And keep in touch with your audience too and make them feel appreciated. You know, encourage discussion, not just between you um, and them, but each other because uh, they are a community. That's that's what we're trying to make here. That's what we're trying to help uh, encourage. Yep. So anyways, we'd love to hear a lot more about um, all of this from you. You know, if you have any experiences with communities, you know, what communities are you a part of? Um, which artists do you think have the best communities? Um, I, I'm smiling because I know some people are going to say, this one's the best, no, this one's the best. Um, and what are you doing right now to build a community around your own music? Yeah, please do get in touch. We really do want to hear from you. And on that note, if you want to get involved with us, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget to visit our website and maybe pick up one of these shirts while you're there. That's right, because our own community are called Bridgers. Yeah, and to be Bridgers. official Bridger, you just jump over to patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. And for $1 a month, you can become an official Bridger, guys. It's going to be so much fun. You get exclusive access to a show we do called Encore and just a whole bunch of other stuff. You get to know which guests we're going to have coming up before they're even coming up. And you can even ask them a question. And as for this show, uh, B-Sides, you can let us know what we should be talking about next time. But let's talk about me for a second. Just just to bring it back to me for a second. I am working on my new solo album and you can check it out on Spotify, iTunes, or just about anywhere you like to download or stream music. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all my name, Marcio Novelli. And I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work at Electric Kiwi uk, and you'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by Social Surge and the Clementine that I'm eating. Social Surge is your source for social media marketing and on, online music pr- promotion i can't speak i think that clementine's causing you some problems <laughs> it there, is, yeah. all links are in the description so please check them out because um they do what russ 
They keep the show alive. <laughs> and right. if you would like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. That's right. Master touched on all this earlier, That's but right. I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with it anyway. We're so excited. We recently updated our awards, which now includes sponsorship at the start of our interviews. An opportunity for you to co-host an episode of Bridge Atlantic. And of course, gain access to our new Encore series. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss any episodes. And leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show. That's right. That is it for B-Sides. We'll be back soon with a new interview and more B-Sides episodes. So much stuff. Interviews, B-Sides, all coming your way. Okay, see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.